This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. Talk dirty to me. Um, hello, Ella. We have Hi. Ella on today. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good. How are yeah. you? Oh my gosh, I'm good, thank you. So we're in the middle of quarantine at the moment. So this episode is being recorded kind of over video audio call or you know, we're gonna see how this works out. It's worked out in the past, so we're hoping that, you know, there aren't too many issues. Mm-hmm. Um you ready? I am. Amazing. So what I like to do at the beginning of each episode is if people can state their name, their pronouns, um, a random fact about literally anything in life. I've heard people talk about tomatoes and bees and stuff. Um, (laughs) And that was fun. Um, And a lesson learned from an awkward situation. So whenever you are ready, take it away. Okay. Um, My name's Ella. She, her pronouns, please. Amazing. Um, a fun fact. Um, I think one of my favorite fun facts is that if you were to eat a different meal every single meal of the day in New York City, like go out to a restaurant, it would take you almost 23 years before you had to eat at the same restaurant twice. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? No, I'm serious. Isn't that nuts? (gasps) Which was your go-to kind of cuisine? Ooh, um... Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, I really love French. Like, first of all, I love, like, classic French cuisine. Mm-hmm. But I also really love, like, modern Asian fusion. So, mm. like, taking a bunch of different foods from a bunch of different cultures and, like, mixing them together to be, like, an amazing dish that's just, like, really flavorful. I love food that's, like, really uh, unique, like really mm-hmm. hard to find, really creative. So I love, that. yeah. Ella and I one day decided to splurge and like go crazy. So we dressed <laughs> up really fancy. We went to a super fancy hotel, which shall not be named in New York city. <laughs> and when we sat down to have whatever we ate, um, it was some kind of brunch breakfast, whatever. Classic New York Plus, brunch. Oh my God. The waiter came over and asked, um, it was like, oh, would you like some orange juice? And I said, yeah, of course it was 15 dollars like, yeah 15 dollars <laughs> afterwards i was like why is my meal so much more expensive i mean they must have imported those oranges from like but fuck nowhere the other side of the world but obviously not they were mm-hmm. probably made you know in a lab somewhere in the city but that was appalling it was crazy oh my god shocking so, yeah. really when we're, when the quarantine's over, we have to find another fancy place to go to and get breakfast because mm-hmm. but With we will cheaper take, orange juice. Yeah, we will, or I will be passing <laughs> on the orange. I will bring my own. Uh, <laughs> um, oh gosh. Okay, and then a lesson learned from an awkward situation. Um. So the biggest lesson I've taken away from awkward situations is the situation happens, it occurs, mm-hmm. and then after that, you just pretend like it never happened. <laughs> just pretend like it didn't occur so this so this is the advice this is my advice so if like especially if you have an awkward encounter with someone Uh if you see them again you just pretend like the awkward encounter never happened like you only pretend that you met them or that you like (sighs) your other past of them exists but that the awkward moment is just like 
false it's fiction that is so oh god i wish i knew that in sophomore year um (laughs) wait that that's brilliant and have you no have you come across anyone who's clearly been not on the same script as you who oh absolutely jesus jeez okay absolutely you get a lot of really weird looks Mm -hmm. and people get like really uncomfortable and they're really confused why i'm just like totally have we met just don't acknowledge it (laughs) have we i'm sorry we met before doing you know you oh my god (laughs) meanwhile yes you do well that's that's actually really good that's interesting because for me i know personally i'd get too caught up in like i don't depending on how it ended i would be careful not to look them in the like i wouldn't be able to look them in the eye or there are some people who definitely live by the same thing as you like no like that would be probably their advice too but some people definitely myself uh would be like shit what do i do um, yeah, oh, that's really smart. I love that. Um, so I will keep that in mind, and hopefully, we'll not bump into them in any restaurants. Um, mm, you know, hopefully. avoid. If I know someone works in a certain place, I will just avoid it. Um, oh God, me too. Yeah. You know, you know, always because there are thousands of other restaurants to be trying. So if there are ways exactly. To um so uh you graduated university last year congratulations very very lucky to be out when you were because who Mm -hmm. the hell knows how graduation's gonna happen this year yeah honestly Um, honestly i'm really scared for my life um so i just wanted to ask about this is a question i was thinking about i was speaking to someone else about it the other day and i was wondering do you in terms of in terms of dating, do you reckon there's a difference in people's attitudes to you when you're a student versus when you've when you've when you've when <laughs> when you have graduated? Um, and if so, how do they react? Or maybe it's a difference you've noticed in yourself. You know, is that mm-hmm. kind of yeah? How do how have you found that to be? Um, yeah, there's like definitely a difference in dating. I haven't particularly noticed it like in myself towards other people. Yeah. But I have noticed it in other people towards me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I graduated a year early, so I like got out of college a little bit young. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 21 when I graduated. Right. Um, and I like to date people who are older than me not by like a crazy amount but just like mm-hmm. old enough to have like a real job take care of themselves etc cetera, etc cetera. um and for a lot of them me being 21 was really weird because it's not old like it's old enough to like go out to bars etc yeah. but I think like I got a lot of comments about like how young I was, but like, oh, it's not weird because I'm not in college. Like, it would be weird if I was in college. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also the fact that in my eyes too, I see it as because you graduated early. It's not like you didn't. I'm not dissing people who have not gone to university, but because you crammed everything in in three years. Because I know you did a lot of summer classes and things like that. Mm, my um, God. Which I definitely want to come to. Um, <laughs> but because you did a lot of out of the regular two semesters of the year, I know that you have a lot of experience. And you also have a whole bunch of degrees that you took out of it. Um, <laughs> so I, that's that's probably a different kind of respect for how much you did in such a short amount of time that is, you know, 
attractive in the eyes of someone who is, as you say, like older and has a proper working job and sustaining themselves and stuff, supporting mm-hmm. themselves. Um, cool. So is there, since dating, it's, oh, since dating, since graduation as well, I imagine you have more time on your hands. Well, obviously, I know that you were working and such. Um, yeah. It's... <laughs> Since graduating, have you found yourself meeting more people for the first time in person or like dating apps? Because I know the vast majority of people who in university um, or in school, whatever, find it easier to meet people online if they don't have as much time. Have you found you've met more people for the first time in person or on dating apps since you graduated? Um, so I live in New York, um, and everyone that I have spoken to who's out of school and also lives in New York said that it's essentially impossible to meet people, like, naturally in person. Oh, okay. Like, because it's, I don't know, I guess just, like, the culture of people our age is changing, and Mm -hmm. I know that if I'm in a bar with my friends and a random dude comes up to me, my immediate response is, like, why is this random dude coming up to me? Go away. (laughs) That's funny. Um, So it's, like, unless you're at a party with your friends, it's, like, a lot harder to meet new Mm -hmm. people, so I, like, definitely go towards dating apps. Like, for sure, that's essentially how I've gone on almost all of my dates is through dating apps. Right. I know that you recent well in the past kind of year or so have been going on first dates for the first time in a long time Mm -hmm. because now that you're you're older and again going back to the maturity thing and stuff I know that you definitely have a different outlook on (laughs) meeting people in first dates have there been any people that you were like I don't know if I'm attracted to you in terms of like your like kind of intimately or in terms of conversation stuff that you've given a second chance at trying to figure that out or is it being kind of very much like if I don't like you at first that's it kind of thing it's funny because I'm like a romantic but also like a super realist Mm -hmm. so my (laughs) so first let me preface this this really is the first time I've ever been truly out dating I was a serial dater Mm -hmm. from when I was 16 until (laughs) I know really until last spring I had like dated four boys over that period like for Mm -hmm. long periods of time like serious the whole thing so I never really was out dating Mm -hmm. um until this spring like this summer Mm -hmm. so that's to preface that so I didn't really know what I was doing frankly I still really don't like I really believe in that like cheesy storybook spark that you have with someone Mm. um like like you can get it with people like if you're just talking to someone like no romantic interest whatever like you can feel when you connect with someone when you don't yeah definitely um yeah you know and like we definitely had that when we first met yeah look at us now look at us now (laughs) definitely (laughs) we kind of Um, we became to preface for the listeners we became (laughs) friends via via a guest kind of a mutual friend that ella has known for a while that i only met like welcome week or whatever and I felt like it was definitely not an instant connection but then we ended up having like a really bizarre kind of (laughs) um attitude reaction to this ridiculous movement class that we had 
And oh my God. since then, the relationship between us has become stronger than the relationship between the initial person who introduced yeah. us. But, like, we are inseparable now. Literally inseparable. inseparable. We spend every moment together. Every moment that we can. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not right now because quarantine. No, yes, but... we are being respectful and washing our hands and we are staying apart, so no one needs to worry yes. about us. But anyways, so that's how I'm a romantic, is I believe in that mm-hmm. spark, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm also a realist in the like hold on let me think Mm -hmm. so like if the spark if I don't if I don't feel that if I don't feel a connection with someone I literally will not speak to them again like I delete them from everything I block their number like I don't speak to them ever again maybe that's not Uh, good interesting (laughs) um but yeah so that's kind of like my approach to dating and I also have like a couple rules i don't know if you Mm -hmm. want me to get into it yeah sure okay so my like kind of rules i guess for me dating so like before i unless i meet someone in person like if i'm Mm -hmm. meeting someone on a dating app just for like safety i don't give them my number until i meet them smart and really smart i usually don't kiss someone on the first date like that's not something i typically do Mm -hmm. um and like if i if like feels good if we connect whatever i'll give them my number at the end of the date and then once I do kiss them, if they're a bad kisser, I will never speak to them ever again. Amazing. Um, okay. This is good. Yeah, it's just like if my whole mentality is if someone can't kiss, they're not going to be able to do anything else. Oh, which yeah. uh, maybe that's rude of me, but I don't care. It's my rule. Yeah, it's and also you know what? <laughs> like at the end of the day, that's a huge part of like. Uh, if it ever got to like a relationship or whatever mm-hmm. is, it's not just about like a brain connection at the end of the day I mean for some people it is but I know personally for us it's mm-hmm. not like it's gotta be kind of more than that but that that's a that's the phone number thing is a really smart rule because even if somebody you know even if you like block their number or whatever they still have yours Mm-hmm. And, you know, you never know what they're going to do with it. That sounds like kind of a scary story. I don't, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I also don't have a scary story with it either. I just do that because, I don't know, I feel like it's no, common it's, sense. Yeah, it um, is. But anyway, sure. those are kind of like my baseline rules for dating. Yeah, okay. Should we move on to the next topic? Of course. Cool. So I know that you did study abroad a couple mm-hmm. times um when you were in France how did you find the kind of approach to because obviously in stereotype Eastern European men are so gestural with their mm-hmm. you know showing their affection and things like that whereas in New York in particular it's like nope like you do not <laughs> it's just not like that it's either I think a lot of people in New York too kind of have the same mentality of you as like if there's not an immediate connection at first, it's kind of move on. What did, in your opinion, kind of what's what was the difference in sort of being courted, I guess, by like mm-hmm. a French man versus people in New York? Um. So when I studied abroad, I didn't. I like had a. Th- Thing with a guy who was on the program he wasn't French but I oh, had okay. a lot of experience with French men like going out etc I don't know like when you're out at a bar out at a club whatever when you're in New York like as soon as you make eye contact with a guy he mm-hmm. like automatically assumes that like oh my god like she wants me blah 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 uh-huh. and typically will like come right over to you mm-hmm. um 
which I don't personally love. Like I said, I'm a romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I really liked, I also am partial. I love French men. They're like my kryptonite. Right. Um, <laughs> but with my experience with French men is you'd be out with friends, whatever, and you make an eye contact with someone and they wouldn't come over right away. They would just like spend the rest of the evening, like making subtle eye contact with you. And like, okay, if you were out dancing they would like come up to you and start talking with you and like you would talk first and like maybe they would get you a drink and then Mm -hmm. and then you would dance whereas in New York it's kind of just like you make eye contact with them and they immediately come up and grab you and you're like wait what (laughs) I literally was just looking for the bathroom and we happened to make eye contact (laughs) um but yeah that's what I really loved about French men and it was I don't know and it took a really like there was a lot of build-up Mm-hmm. to like kissing them or like going actually going out with them mm-hmm. um and I don't know I just like really liked it it was just like a novel like like a like a Fitzgerald novel type yeah. romance <laughs> but for the modern age um there was just more I guess formality to it mm-hmm. which I don't know I personally really like I'm kind of a sucker for all of that stuff yeah to to have a different approach to you um like have men kind of you know women people approach you differently when you're abroad is it's a different experience and it gives you you know eyes for something else and kind of teaches you about other things too which I think is important um yeah absolutely so in in terms of date just dating as a general kind of umbrella what can you tell me some like horror experiences some amazing experiences because we've got to try and find especially in this quarantine time where everyone in the world is scared we have to try and find the good and things so obviously Mm -hmm. everyone has horror stories with dating apps but what tell me tell me some bad ones and then (laughs) like a good one if you have a good one to offer up um so I have had some really good experiences um, on dating apps, which is kind of refreshing because I feel like most of them are really bad. Yep. Um, This was actually my proper date that I'd had in literally years, in literally years. Oh, wow. Um, I, like, met this guy on um, a dating app, Mm -hmm. and we'd, like, agreed to meet for drinks, whatever, whatever, and... um, it went really well we met at this really cute um like riverside restaurant in gumbo which is this neighborhood in brooklyn Mm -hmm. and we got drinks and i was super super nervous because i hadn't been on a date like i said in years yeah and he was so nice like we talked just talked and talked and talked and talked and talked Mm -hmm. we had the same favorite character from game of thrones which was great because it's a controversial opinion my favorite character (laughs) and he was super nice. He bought my drinks, which I don't usually let guys pay for me. I don't mm-hmm. let people pay for me. He like insisted and was super nice about it. So there wasn't a lull in conversation. We just we just got along really really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like we ended up hooking up, and it was just fun. Mm-hmm. Like we talked and we laughed and just overall like had a really good time. Um, he also was very well endowed, which was a super plus. 
it was just a really fun time. And then I saw him again probably a month and a half ago after not having seen him for a while. And Mm -hmm. again, equally as fun. We were like joking with a bartender when we were out to get drinks and we walked around a bunch and it was a great time. Mm. And then I left the next morning and texted him just like had a good time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I have not heard from him since. (laughs) So it's kind of like a good story within a horror story. (laughs) That's it? You didn't hear from him again? Like, no, I actually, you know what, I did, Oh my God. I did hear from him, um, like, a couple days, like, after the fact, Yeah. and he, he texted me, and he was like, um, so I found this pair of, like, lacy green underwear on the floor, I don't really think they're my size, could they belong to you? And I was like, um, oh. yes, please just throw them away, I don't think they're your style, and that was it. Oh my goodness. The last conversation I had with this dude was about my underwear. <laughs> so you left Commando. <laughs> That's I a- did leave Commando. I did leave Commando. I like ran out the door. <laughs> but at least it ended with something funny. Like he could have yeah, just exactly. run right away and not reached out. Oh my God. And is he your age as well or is he a bit older? No, is he's he? a bit older. He okay. is 27. Okay. So like not too much older, but no. Yeah. No. Oh my god, that's a and that was your first like dating experience after a relationship after your most recent relationship. Yes, it was. That's he a... was like the first date that I went on. I like obviously dated a oh my god a bunch. I went on a bunch of first dates like yeah. while I was still seeing this guy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he was my first date like back in the dating world, so it was good. It was a good. That's a pretty good. It's a good first way yeah. to ease me back in. Yeah, that makes it a whole less, like a lot, less frightening, I guess. Um, and then a horror story. <sighs> so, <laughs> my horror story is. Oh, God, it, like, makes me cringe to think about it. Um, so it's a guy that I, like, met in life. hmm And when I first met him, we got along really, really well. And I don't know, maybe he was really nervous when we went on the date, or maybe it was because he was drunk when I first met him because I met him at a party. Right. Um, but, like, we went on this date, and first of all, I'm an actor, he's an actor, we both had just graduated college, so obviously both of us are broke. Yeah. And he took me to this super nice bar, which I guess was really sweet, but, like, I wasn't about to let, like, one, I couldn't afford to drink there, and I wasn't about to let (laughs) another struggling actor pay for my drink there, because I'm not a jerk. Um, So that was really weird, and, like, conversation was really awkward, and we just, like, didn't get along, and he, like, kept fixing his hair in, like, the mirror behind the bar. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I should have just left then. Like, after that first drink, I should have just left and gone home, but I didn't, and then I, like, suggested this other bar. I was like, there's a pool table there. Like, well, at least, like, it'll be fine. It's all gonna be fine, and Mm -hmm. we got to this bar, and it ended up being trivia night. So I was like, okay, cool, an activity. We'll play trivia. Yeah. So, oh my god, it was horrible. He kept yelling out the answers for everything. And was it just you right two? Right or wrong. It, what? Was it just you two on your team? Yes, it was just oh us two god. on our team. Um, and it was not, uh, it was not, it wasn't a trivia where it was like first to yell the answer. You wrote them down. Yeah. Yet he kept yelling them out. Oh, that's so um, uncomfortable. It was just weird. It was just weird. Um, oh gosh. 
And then, I don't know why, but then we went back to his apartment, and that was just even weirder. And it was just like, oh, God, it was so bad. Just so bad. (laughs) I ended up leaving, like, 20 minutes later. I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. (laughs) Yeah, get out. Get out. Have you heard from him since? Oh, good God, no. But what's really funny is he was on a... He was in a fantasy football league with one of my friends. Oh. So that was really weird. <laughs> oh, that's um, that's good. That's a good time. Oh, my God. It was so bad. But we have similar friends, so I live in fear that I'm going to see him again. Have you have so It was you just, like, the him? most cringy date of my life. I, have you seen him since or no? I saw him once on the street. Oh. And I, like... We- equally as weird i was like hey how are you mm-hmm. and oh. then he was like oh, oh i like just got out of work da, 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 da. and i was like okay okay Wait, so- i just wanted to be nice <laughs> so is that one of the times where like what you're saying about lesson learned from awkward situation is that one of the times where you were like i'm gonna pretend it didn't happen oh 100 percent. i love that yeah 100 percent. and he just was not on the same page as me like at all i wonder <laughs> i was if- like okay <laughs> I wonder how he thought it went. Like, I wonder if he thought it was successful. Because for me, honestly, the most uncomfortable thing a guy could do on a date is try and impress you. And I have Mm. had, like, in the past, I've had so many experiences where they try so hard to impress you. And it's such a turnoff because even, like, one single look the way they look at you or the way they speak i mean first of all i know you have the same rule but if they speak to the staff at the restaurant or the bar whatever poorly out like get out because that's like that's a huge sign about that person if they speak to like someone helping them out badly but i think if um i mean i i personally have had a whole bunch of uncomfortable experiences where they try so hard to impress you and I don't know if it's whether because they can tell that like it's not upsetting that's not the right word but that they can tell it's making you uncomfortable like I wonder if they keep trying that way or I don't know because there's the whole thing of like oh try and be yourself on a date or whatever but if yourself is like gonna be trying to uh, you know trying to get me to like you that way is I don't know. I had a date a long time ago where I we went, we went to Coney Island, which is such a long trek. <laughs> um, I met the person. I met the guy there because I would not have been able to take that hour subway journey together. And the whole time he was trying to impress me, and it was so uncomfortable. I was like, "Well, we have to take the subway together back." And we literally sat across from each other, and we're both on our phones. It was so bad. If they think bigger gestures are what we want but then that's kind of going back to the whole france thing and you know them approaching things in a more you know i hate to use the word but like gentlemanly manner kind of thing you know oh but it is much more gentlemanly yeah i guess i don't know no there's a difference between gentlemanly and manly um Mm -hmm. and i think gentlemanly is actually the right word oh my gosh speaking of okay everybody listening to this episode Ella and I are gonna just plug the shit out of the film The Gentleman. Oh, oh my god, yes. Guy Ritchie's film. Oh, Ella went to see it twice, and I saw it once, but I'm trying to get my family to see it. If if you are sensitive, it's so to, good. It's so fucking good. If you're sensitive to the c word, don't do it because don't every do it, no. eighth word is the c word. But fuck, <laughs> it's so. I mean, it's so misogynistic as well. But like, oh for sure, it's such a like sexy 
gross, not gross, but a sexy kind of rough and tumble. Like men movie. Men movie, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's one that you go to see, I imagine, if you've, like, I I don't even know. For me, it would just, it's appealing to any point in my life. Like, I never would find myself in a situation unless I was, like, dating one of those actors or they broke my heart or something happened with them that I wouldn't mm-hmm. go see. Just go see, see it. So hot. There's, like, I'm still trying to memorize the Boxes of Bush by um, Bugsy Malone rap. Because oh, my God, it's a work of art. It really. is a work of art. And, you know, and then there's, like, Colin Farrell in it who released some kind of naughty video a long time ago. Which it's really great. Everyone should watch that, too. Everyone should watch that, too. But um, <laughs> women are just as sexy. And, yeah, also, Guy Ritchie, if you're listening to this, maybe one day in a few years' time, contact yes. me and or Ella because we have an idea for a film for you just mm-hmm. saying cool so anyway back to gentlemen um go see the film that's basically what I'm saying so is that do we have any other date like dating stories or is that kind of a wrap on on that well I do um I did go on my first date with a girl during this period too because I've only ever like dated guys but I always knew that I was bi okay and I had n- I've never been so nervous for a date in my whole entire life. Um, and again, I met this girl online. I met her on Hinge. I just, I don't know. I find that it's easier to meet people on there, my mm-hmm. personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went for coffee and I just like had no idea how to talk to her, <laughs> which is so weird because it should just be like, like she's a human, I'm a human. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know why I was like stumbling over my words and I probably made a fool of myself because I just didn't know what to do um did she know that it was your like your first kind of date the girl no I didn't tell her okay um just because there's yeah, lots of stigma around people that are bi and that like it's just an experimental thing which right. um you know so I just didn't I didn't want to make her feel uncomfortable in any way of course um and I have three brothers, so I've right. always grown up around boys. Most of my really good friends are guys. Yeah. And I feel like the approach to dating guys, mm-hmm. at least, like, in the beginning stages, is much more formulaic. Yeah. And with girls, I just, like, don't know. <laughs> so I, like, didn't know how to flirt with her. I didn't know how to yeah. talk to her like a human because I didn't want her to think that I just wanted to be friends. But right. I didn't know if she just wanted to be friends. It was just, like, a weird... I don't know. I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, so that was also like a new dating experience. <laughs> <laughs> also for everybody listening, this whole, uh, this episode is basically, we haven't spoken on the phone in so long. So it's basically us catching up to and telling, you know, hearing stories that I <laughs> forgot about or have yet to hear. Um, so what I like to do at the end of each episode is wrap up with a classic would you rather. Uh, they tend to kind of start off pretty tame and then like get worse, but they're, they're not, they're not too bad. Um, so, okay. Would you rather be, this is so stupid. I literally just Googled would you rathers and uh, there was one website which had like 300 of them and I just picked a bunch. So the first oh my God, one, amazing. the first one I feel like applies to the world right now, but would you rather be stuck in your bedroom or your living room? My living room. Okay. Yeah. Same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was a really stupid question. Um, w- Ooh. Oh yes. Okay. In terms of like the deed and being dirty in the bedroom um or <laughs> whatever room would you rather have wax or ice involved like hot wax or ice oh ice oh 
I like, okay, interesting, interesting. For sure. Yeah, okay, interesting. Um, I guess also wax is pretty, because then you, it's just like you just get wet, well, <laughs> puns, um, you just get <laughs> wet when the ice melts, but then with wax, it's like when it hardens, I don't know how sexy that is. They should make- I also feel like more could go wrong with wax, like what if it's too hot? Yeah, and you get straight up burned. Wait, that's so true. Okay, I'm gonna never ask that question again. Um, <laughs> that one's, um, tick, done. Um, okay, if you could make a sex tape with any celebrity, who would it be? Oh, obviously Timothy Chalamet, my one oh. true love. Oh, wait, duh, that was so stupid. Um, I don't know if any of you saw Beautiful Boy, but when he was making out with that girl in the shower, I just felt like he really knew what he was doing, so I also feel like it would be a, just a good time. Yeah. Also, like, him and Army Hammer, like, <laughs> passion like that, my god, you yeah. can't manufacture that. He clearly has something going on. Yeah, you're right. Like, woo <laughs> That's not woo, a nice way to put spicy. it. But spicy, but like, woo I don't know. It was it was like that you could have used a different word, but um, but there you go. You know he's got passion in him. Um, mm-hmm. um okay, and oh, oh yeah. So last one, um, public park or abandoned building? Oh, that's a really good one. Mm. It could, and um, I guess both of them will set at like ten p.m. There we go. Okay, no I think I would have to say public park. I feel like there's something fun about, ooh, maybe we'll get caught. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, yeah. I mean, public park is also, unless there's a bench, it's um, difficult. Um, <laughs> not speaking from experience, whatever. Um, also, I'm I'm also terrified of, like, pissing off any ghosts. So if there's ever an abandoned building and there are definitely going to be ghosts inside it, I don't think Oh, that- yeah. It would be different having, like, alive eyes versus not alive eyes watching you. And you don't know what mm. those ghosts are doing to watching you, you know. So. Yeah. So that's gross. Um, yeah, that makes sense. That's a good one. Well, Ella, I hugely appreciate you taking your time out of whatever you're doing in quarantine time. <laughs> um, also, I said this when I was chatting to a friend yesterday. Is everyone needs to wrap up when they are having sex at this time. I'm a Sagittarius. There are too many Sagittariuses in the world. Like, we do not need any more of that fury and anger out there. So wrap it up <laughs> because we don't need any more December babies. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> that's, that's my, that's my like fun fact, trivial, whatever. It's my opinion. Um, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Well, thank you again, Ella, so much for taking your time to be thank on this you, crazy Ella. journey with me. It was so much fun. With the help of a bunch of other people who have made this podcast possible, I've compiled a list of rules that myself and my guests have to consent to before recording each episode. They are the following. If someone does not want to discuss something, they absolutely do not have to. Number two, respect privacy. Number three, if guests request not to have certain information shared, it is my duty to cut it out before publishing. Number four, correct use of pronouns for everyone. Number five, never use someone's actual name. This includes other people who will be mentioned in the stories. Number six, use of certain words. Before recording, we have established a few words that the guest or myself would not be comfortable using. They will be avoided. Number seven, this is not therapy. Our guest of the episode... Hi, I'm Ella. ...agreed to abide by these rules. I do. Alongside myself. Olo, I consent to abide by these rules.